one of the top attorneys out of Rutland, North Dakota. That's right, Bill Anderson. Good to have you with. Well, uh, good to be with you this morning, Joe. <laughs> Say, uh, you know, we're talking about history. I was when you were talking to Too Tall Tom about his native state of Wisconsin. Uh, that reminded me of fifty uh, some years ago when I used to go to dances around at Geneseo and Cayuga and a ranch down at Sisseton and other places like that. And uh, and one of the waltzes that they used to play, especially when Albert Mickish was playing, was uh, was one about uh, Ole Janssen from Wisconsin who. <laughs> had a girlfriend uh, whose last name was Swanson and uh, and so with your permission I'll I'll sing the refrain from that it's only a couple of couple of lines and uh, it might might remind you of a of a young lady you know okay go for it okay and it goes like this Oh, Abby, oh, Abby, do we love you true? Yeah, sure, you betcha, you're darn right we do. There you go. That's the best serenade I've ever got. Wow. There you go. You've been serenaded. How and you... Bill Anderson. No one else I'd rather hear it from, Bill. There you go. Bill, I was <laughs> I, I was sitting here watching the debates, uh, thinking of you, and then now you sit there, and, and when it comes to the Republicans, you can't get two of them together to debate. I mean, how important have debates been in the history of this nation? Well, I, well it, it, uh, it kind of depends on, but... Uh, uh, when uh, and uh, and where you know back in the uh, in the uh, time uh, leading up to the Civil War, uh, the big uh, debate in the country was over uh, the uh, uh, continuation of uh, or the expansion of uh, slavery. You know, the continuation of slavery in the states where it already was or the expansion of it into the to the newly acquired uh, western regions of the country uh, uh, public debates were uh, were a big thing they were they were very big and very important and uh, you know some uh, some great lines you know came from uh, from the debates, uh, like between uh, Senator Douglas of Illinois and uh, and an attorney from uh, Springfield, Illinois, by the name of Abraham Lincoln, uh, they were uh, they were very important in in uh, informing uh, the people of the country about the issue and uh, and also framing. Uh, the uh, uh, you know framing their thinking on the issue, you know, and uh, Lincoln was a master of pulling uh, uh, thoughts and verses uh, uh, from the Bible, which the vast majority of people at that time were 
familiar with because the Bible was one of the few books that nearly every family had. But, uh, you know, like uh, a house divided against itself cannot stand. In other words, you can't you can't have two mutually exclusive uh, uh, thoughts or mutually exclusive philosophies or uh, mutually exclusive practices uh, in the same country. They they can't uh, they can't exist together. So you can't have slavery and freedom at the same time. You got to have one or the other. So Bill, and people Bill, understand that thinking. Bill, yeah. my uh, my history teacher, and I I don't want to say his name because he might he might come out and say I didn't really say it that way. But <laughs> but what I remember him saying was that it, the general consensus in in print media and elsewhere was that Douglas actually beat Lincoln in that debate. Uh, was that true or was that, the, the, you know, the Lincoln-Douglas debate gets talked about a lot? Well, obviously, uh, uh, Douglas got uh, reelected to the U.S. Senate, and Abe Lincoln did not get elected to the Senate. Now, does that mean that uh, Douglas... Uh, had the better debate performance than Lincoln? Well, you know, I don't know because we look at that. If we, re and of course, it's different to uh, read a cold transcript of a debate than it is to actually be there uh, with the uh, with the uh, either support or opposition of the crowd and the. And the tensions and uh, all of that, but uh, uh, I, <laughs> in my way of thinking, I think that logically and from a a debater's standpoint, where who made their points uh, uh, better, uh, I would say that that Lincoln in the light of history, uh, did better. But, you know, at the time, at the time, being there in the crowd, you know, and uh, uh, I was out of town that day when they were arguing, so uh, <laughs> I didn't... Uh, yes, you were. Yes, you I, were. I didn't get to experience that, but... but uh, uh, Douglas was uh, Douglas was a very good debater. Those guys were they studied debate and they practiced it. Uh, you know, not like uh, in our day we think any argument is a debate. Well, it's not. Yeah. You know. So, but so uh, you you are old enough for this, okay? My, my father told me that if you listen to to Dick Nixon and John Kennedy debate on the radio, Dick Nixon kicked his butt. If you watched it on TV, which was a new uh, event, that John Kennedy won. And 
you know, I don't know. You're old enough to remember what people were saying then. What what was the story? Well, yeah, I mean, I remember hearing that. Uh, I don't think uh, I didn't ever hear anybody say that Nixon kicked Kennedy's butt if you listen to it on the radio. But uh, as a matter of fact, I did listen to it on the radio at the time because I wasn't television sets weren't as prevalent then as they are now. But, uh, uh, you know, I mean, I didn't think that uh, uh, Nixon uh, whooped up on Kennedy, but then I didn't think Kennedy, uh, you know, beat uh, beat up on Nixon either. I thought yeah. that it was, I thought it was pretty close to a draw on the radio, but they, the the difference in the appearance between the two on television was pretty dramatic. If you look at it now and you see here's here's Kennedy, tall, good looking, big smile, uh, you know, uh, uh, white teeth. Uh, and uh, on the other side, there's Nixon, and he's sweating, and he's got a five o'clock shadow, and uh, um, you know, uh, you uh, the appearance, the appearance definitely favored Kennedy. Yeah, uh, that, I, I'm getting a bunch of text messages saying that from people who knew that one saying. Uh, Nixon didn't come across very well on TV. That's when Roger Ailes, who was a big TV producer, and I think the Merv Griffin show taught Nixon how to be uh, on TV and Roger Ailes, Fox News. But uh, that's just one message coming. Hang with me, Bill. I've got to get this out there, Abby. Ready? Okay. I got a text message that says, I'm enjoying listening to you from Arizona. What a joy to hear Bill. I'm originally from Rutland and uh, live in Fergus Falls, but winter in Arizona. My parents had the cafe in Rutland from 1962 until 1999. Uh, Barb Nelson. Um, oh, my gosh. I mean, wow. I mean, yeah. I mean, how could Rick get this? I mean, I ate at that when her parents were at. And Bill, you know exactly who just wrote that, do you not? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I remember the day she was born. <laughs> How cool is that? Uh, so thank you for listening down in Arizona. Bill, last question I know I get to ask you, uh, viciousness. Uh, you know, people talk about that all the time in politics now. I think we have somebody who maybe took it to a higher plane, but I think we forget that that also was something that happened in the past, years and years ago. Um, give people an example of that. Well, uh, you know, back in uh, even you know in the very early days of the republic, the the campaign uh, of uh, eighteen hundred and the campaign of eighteen o four involving uh, uh, Thomas Jefferson and the allegations that were made against him about uh, uh, you know uh, abuse of. Uh, of slaves, uh, physical, sexual, uh, uh, whatever, uh, it was, uh, you know, I think by any standards, by today's standards, uh, it would 
be considered to be pretty vicious. The attacks made on Abraham Lincoln during his days, you know, Lincoln physically uh, was not a was not a real pretty guy. But uh, man, oh man, I mean, they uh, uh, they called him an orangutan, and they, uh, you know, every everything else you could think of. Uh, and uh, he, uh, of course, he he had a tough hide. He survived it. Were, were spouses ever brought into it? Yes, uh, uh, in the case of uh, Andrew and Rachel Jackson, uh, Rachel Jackson was uh, 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 referred to by the by uh, Andrew Jackson's opponents as a uh, as a trollop, as a prostitute, as a uh, uh, just a, just a, an all around uh, low class. Uh, a uh, nasty person. She, uh, and of course she, she was none of those things. She was a lady of the frontier who grew up rough, but uh, she, uh, she certainly wasn't what the opposition tried to paint her as. Did they? You know? Did they pick on Mary Todd Lincoln at all? Well. They they did, but and she was an easy target because she was uh, uh, emotionally pretty fragile, anyway. Yeah, and uh, so they could provoke her into making a scene in public that would be embarrassing to uh, her husband, yeah. and and they did. Yeah, Bill, you're getting messages from New Haven, Connecticut now. Uh, Bill is awesome. Uh, wonderful. So there you go. Like I said, you got groupies. Uh, you need to get some pictures made with some signatures on them. We'll send them out. Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll do that. <laughs> All right. See you in Rutland soon, okay? All right. Take care, Joel. You guys have a great day, and uh, you better practice your waltz step so you can dance with uh, Ole Janssen and Abby Swanson. <laughs> Are you I'll, ready? Get right, I'll get on that. <laughs> I am going to need some training. <laughs> Thank you, Bill. <laughs>